we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm Sam Walker, live here in Arizona, speaking to the one and only Simone Roche MBE, live in beautiful Liverpool. Hello, hello, and it is beautiful, it's absolutely glorious blue skies in our lovely Liverpool town. Oh. How are you, Arizona? Is it raining? it's going to really cool down next week it's going to dip below about 35 next week we've got a bit of a cold week coming up I'll be honest with you I'm sitting here I've had to turn the air con in my little office off because it sounds like a freight train so I've had to turn it off so we can't talk for too long this week otherwise I will just be a puddle on the floor Uh, mind you weight loss there we go the amount of eaten and drunk during this lockdown maybe this is a solution for me to get back into any of the clothes I've bought (laughs) <laughs> always a win. There's always a win in everything, isn't it? So, how, how, how's your week? Have you have you put some self care into this week? Um, I've, no, no, no. I mean, I no. I'm lying. I did spend some time on my boat. Now you've got a boat, Simone. You famously live on the beautiful Lady Isabella, of course, in Liverpool. I felt jealous of this and I thought, Do you know what? I want a boat. So I now am, and I don't know if you saw this on my Instagram stories, a proud owner of a beautiful boat. And I spent some time on my boat at the weekend. Yes, she's a blow up dinghy and it's on my pool, but I've still got a boat. It's on water. It floats. <laughs> fingers crossed. So therefore, so, so what, what's she called? I haven't got a name for her yet. I think we should try and name oh. her. I know. I feel, but I do feel that I should name her, but she doesn't oh. yet have a name. Okay, well, there we go. There's one. There's one for the Insta, Twitter population out there. What should HMS Sam be called? Maybe she should just be called Northern Power Woman. There we go. Right there in Arizona. I think we've already nailed it. There we go. I'll get a little, I'll get some biro out. Oh no, that's probably going to pop her. I'll get, I'll get a Sharpie out and write it on the side. How's your week been? Do you know what? I have been from east to west of the north of England and back again. And how? How I may have done that? So we've been hosting a series of power circles this week. So we started Monday in Liverpool and we went off to uh, the tune of Newcastle and then yesterday in Yorkshire. And what we've been doing has been great. You know, I've been a bit kind of worried about some of our senior leaders and making these big girl decisions, etc. And uh, I just wanted to bring these groups together. You've been on one of our power circles, a few of our power circles in Manchester. Yeah. And the whole premise is we're not talking about glass ceilings or, you know, or just the things that people think we're going to talk about as groups of women. Uh, We're talking about what we can do. You know, we're in this situation we're looking towards a new norm and there's all manner of buzzword bingo out there and phrases going on and they're talking about what is it build back good well i don't think we need to go back anywhere you know so what absolutely came across from these three different groups was at looking forward mm. about what can we do and there were there was a real focus there was a focus on actually looking at self-care in our own 
personal self-care because we need that to be able to make these decisions but I wanted to share with you last week you shared four you know four or five key words I wanted to share with you um two phrases that massively struck with me this week and one of them I asked a, a, a chief exec Adrienne Calvio we've had her on one of our, our podcasts mm. and I said how are you so she's a, a chief exec senior woman uh living in isolation and I said, how is it? She goes, it's good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm communicating with the staff in lots of different ways. And everything. she goes, it's good, but it lacks colour. My life lacks colour. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I thought that really struck me because this is a really buoyant woman, um, a really strong leader in the nuclear industry, which you can imagine is, is probably quite tough. But that struck me. Um, life lacking colour. Just as an aside, I remember the Northern Power Women Awards 2019 and the absolute joy that those women in nuclear, when they all bounded up onto the stage to win the award, they were just (laughs) infectiously joyful. They were wonderful. So I can imagine her living, yeah, in isolation. That's a perfect phrase, life lacking colour, because she's such an amazing, colourful character. Isn't she? And I, that really did, that resonated with me. You know, that was one. And then the other one was, again, it's about, you know, we've talked on here about setting the bar too high and posting pictures of your, uh, you know, the homeschool timetable and all this kind of things. And, and the guilt that comes with that. We talked about this last week, you know, but Andrea, who was on our Liverpool Power Circle, talked about, let's not worry about the kind of going back because we can't go back we just said that you know Mm. what we are all doing now around this table in this room outside this room neighboring uh, buildings businesses organizations we are writing history right now because no one's been down that path it kind of brought the, the the zoom call to a sort of pause as we all reflected on that and then almost a sense of excitement fear apprehension comes together to go right okay so what what can we take on what stories are we going to rewrite and though those two things after traveling the length and breadth of the north this week really stuck with me and it was brilliant it was it was fantastic to have these groups together so for me i've done all that traveling without any train station so it was (laughs) for my week my week was most definitely winning Oh, do you know what? I'm going to make you a really dodgy cheese and pickle sarnie, you know, a little bit dry around the edges, floppy in the middle. I'll pop it in a jiffy bag so you feel you're at a railway station. There you go, I'll get you right at home. Oh, that'd be lovely. And if, if there could be a delay, so which obviously there would be, and it would arrive mouldy, I'd be all over that. Now, look, you mentioned your week has been spent on Zoom, as so many of our weeks, of course, have been spent on Zoom. I spend my whole time, really annoyingly for me, the best. I mean, I'm talking to you now from my little voice booth, but if I've got four or five people I'm trying to to log on to a podcast call I have to go into the corner of my bedroom and kneel down behind a chair because that's the strongest wi-fi so very glamorous Laura Hepburn got in touch last week you'll remember saying look what is the protocol on zoom what's the etiquette for zoom and one of her main issues was when people demand video and you're really not up for it and I think absolutely fair enough there are times when you know even when my close friends phoned me the other day and I said look I feel dreadful I'm not having a good day I want to be able to have the phone in my shoulder and talk to you while I'm walking around. I don't want the big, you know, jazz hands of a, of a video call all the time. Sometimes you want to curl up, don't you? And just have a little chat with somebody. What I found 
lovely Laura is a really good thing to say, giving away trade secrets, is, oh, my Wi-Fi is just really glitchy at the moment. So I've turned video off because it was just glitching so badly. I won't be able to hear you. There we go. Top tips right there. Do you think there is a different Zoom etiquette between business, client relations and family? Because I find, and maybe it's just our northern families all like to talk at once, like, a, you know, my big Greek wedding, my big northern wedding. Do you think there's a difference? Are you finding a difference when you're kneeling in the corner of your bedroom? <laughs> it was funny that actually, because we were on a call with my husband's family at the weekend and everyone started talking at the same time and then everyone pauses. No, you, no, no, what, sorry, what, no. You know, and my husband just paused and he went, this is basically 90% of my working week right now. <laughs> and he laughed. Well, I had, I've got two things to just show. One was at one of the, the power circles we've had this week. We were, we were very much using the hands, you know, literally physical hand on. If you had the video on, it was a physical hand up. And I don't know why I'm putting my hand in the air because you actually can't see me. <laughs> but, but I'm just demonstrating it for the purpose of you watching on Podcast World. Anyway, um, so we got to a point that, some people were just saying, I've got to go early <laughs> or I need to do this. And I became like a virtual Zoom auctioneer. And some people were starting to say things we didn't need to because I'd be going, right, I'm going to come to Sam next, then Simone uh, and then Rob. And then it'd be like, oh, no, I'm just saying I've got to go to another meeting. <laughs> so so I, I probably have to do better on that. But it was it was it was great. The second thing was we had a social drop in Northern Power Women uh, chat. Uh, I called it Winning Wednesday. You know, I thought we we tried something last week. Really mindful of again people living on their own, or we just want to see people that are not your family or work colleagues. Yes, in, in a different space. And I think that's been something that's come out uh, this week. So we're there. 20 of us last night all having a good old chat and the next minute you know it has like a waiting room on zoom yeah so I, I i allowed in olivia g because i thought olivia g was from i thought she was from manchester airport you know one of our, <laughs> our, our, our supporters but yes olivia g came in no olivia g was hardcore porn trying to share oh, their screen no. so yes so I'm I'm kind of I'm being light of it because it was it was horrible because yeah. and it was it was like that thing that, that 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 thing that happens in slow motion where you're dexterously trying to go to get off screen block get off block and as soon as you were blocking they were coming back and it took three attempts to do it and so my learning and it may not be etiquette but one thing I've got to pass on I know Zoom have this weekend changed or or in the process this weekend of changing their security um uh, priorities and stuff so there is i hadn't realized a couple of things that you can lock the meeting but it was challenging because it was a drop-in kind yes, of session of but I, i'm going to change the the thing now we go yeah it's a drop-in but if you're not there after five ten minutes i'm going to lock the room second there is a, a click box that says allow other people to share their screen unclick that because had it just been a person ah, right. that had just gone on and you saw their face you you could have got rid of that quickly so that it was awful and I, I found myself like rushing for um you know my laptop and a glass of gin at the same time as soon as I came off the call to kind of apologize I mean the call we kept it going after you know after another 20 minutes or so and I don't know whether it was more out of shock or whatever but I've reported it uh, I'm not not sure what happened but you've got a responsibility to do this but yeah. please uh, it might not be etiquette but as an organizer maybe another option is to have a 
allocate another co-organizer you can have two organizers on a call so at least if between you you should be able to defeat you know it's it's really horrible but i would i would like to think it was just a bunch of bored teenagers in their bedroom who've not been allowed out and uh, fed up of being in lockdown and not seeing their mates and anything more nefarious from that but saying that it's still so Blimmin' horrible when it happens to you. It's happened to so many friends of mine. My friend of mine was holding a big radio quiz. And again, this kind of Zoom bombing or whatever it's called, people just leap in and start sharing nonsense and being abusive and putting sort of Nazi insignia everywhere and all this. And you just think, oh, get a grip, get a life. Yeah. So, yes, so there's my learning, my Zoom etiquette. Hashtag learnt new skills on Zoom. Well, look at that. There is a life lesson right there, <laughs> Simone Roche. And you are preempting. I'm really excited about this week's life lessons because I love this woman. She's an absolute trailblazer. She is the chief exec of Nichols, who we all know, of course, make Vimto, an amazing, huge, still family-run company. She does deals all over the world. She's the amazing Marnie Millard. How exciting is that? I love Marnie Millard. Can't wait to hear her life lessons. Hi. My name's Marnie Millard and I'm Group Chief Executive for Nichols PLC, better known as The Hope for Vimto. I've been asked to choose five life lessons to share with you. So number one, tell us about an important role model in your life. An important role model for me is a guy who was my sales and marketing director in one of my very first roles, who made me realise relationships are key and you don't have to run roughshod over people to progress your own career. Number two, what's one piece of advice that has really stuck with you? At some point in your career, you will need to act with bravery and courage and stand up for what you believe. Number three, if you had a chance to change a decision in your career, what would it be? I don't really think looking back, I would change a decision. I have the best job running Nichols and all the experience I have gained has contributed to enable me to do this role well. Number four, what advice would you pass on to someone starting their career today? My advice would be always be prepared to learn. Consider your career with a horizontal perspective, not just about vertical progression. Stay true to yourself and at the point you need to be brave. Number five, Tell us about a time you have had to be resilient. Well, I ran a factory for five years. I was completely out of my comfort zone and had to learn new skills. And in many instances had to ask for help in areas I had no experience in. Thank you. Bye-bye. Love that. Always love uh, hearing from Marnie, who I believe a sheik one year referred to her as uh, the queen of Vimto. Because did you know that Vimto is the most drunk soft drink during Ramadan? A little bit of trivia there for you. It totally is. And I remember when I interviewed Marnie for this very podcast in its old incarnation, she was telling me about, you know, the huge Middle Eastern market. And funnily enough, when I moved first here to Phoenix, Arizona, just over a year ago, we went into the shops and realised how expensive food was, has a little panic attack. And then I went, I know what I'm going to look for. And I look for that brilliant Middle Eastern supermarket. Because we are veggie, we eat a lot of beans and lentils and pulses and all that stuff to get our protein. So we went to this place. What is it full of? As I opened the door, Vimto, wall to wall. I felt right at home. I was like, I'm in Manchester. So I found Vimto in the desert. So happy days. There you go. 
Happy days. Love a bit of Impto. So look, we would love to hear from you and your life lessons. If you would like to share them with us, we send you a bunch of questions. You can choose five that you'd like to answer and then just send us a voice memo. It's dead easy. Let us know, please. We would so love to hear from you. Podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. Uh, look, Simone, before I turn the aircon back on and pull myself up off the floor, what's to do in the world of haircuts? But you see, we were talking about home haircuts last week. There's some shocking, well, shockingly brilliant ones, frankly, around. Oh, absolutely. There are some brilliant ones. Um, and I know I know we've, we've had a bit of a Zoom focus tonight, but every time I'm having to stack my laptop differently. So it's higher than you can't see my 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 hairline or my, you know, my, my part line. And earlier this week, I was inter- interviewing, uh, we're doing some video focus groups for our forthcoming Northern Power Futures podcast, spoiler alert. Um, and we were, we were asking some of these young folk and I asked, and my hairdresser's son, actually, he's going to uh, start an apprenticeship this so I asked him and I'm like, Jenny, Jenny, please don't tell your mother. Otherwise she will break lockdown and she'll be down here from Southport to Liverpool with her, with her hair colouring gear. But yes, <laughs> how people have been literally, it's like going back to the bowl days. And I think people are doing the home haircuts, banking on the fact that nobody is able to see the back of their head. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> There's some payback going out there, so please keep some of those, uh, keep those photos coming in because we've had some crackers. We'll put a montage together when we get them. Love to see them. You can tweet us at North Power Women or find us at Northern Power Women on Instagram as well. Just bung us a photo. It can be the back of the head. And also, if you're proud of, of a haircut that you've done, they don't have to be disasters. They can be one that are actually showing off your new skills. So we'd love to see those as well. Thank you very much. Talking of haircuts, before I head off, I have to let you know the haircut to end all haircuts was in my town this week. President Trump left the east coast of America for the first time since the pandemic happened. Flew to, now this is quite brilliant. He flew to a a factory that makes the top end surgical masks. Okay, the kind of the ones that you need for them to stop respiratory infections and diseases transferring. The real high end surgical masks. He arrived at the factory didn't wear a mask throughout his whole tour, even though he's at a mask factory, uh, hugged lots of people and then flew home again. Interesting times. It's all about leadership, though, Sam. That's right. Lead by example and all that. Absolutely. It's been terrific to talk to you as ever, Simone. Stay safe. Enjoy your boat. I'll enjoy mine. Go and get some ice on your brow. So there we go for another week. Thank you so much for listening to the Northern Power Women podcast. The next one will be arriving in your podcast app on the 18th of May. Please do subscribe now and you won't miss an episode. I'm Sam Walker and the Northern Power Women podcast is a What Goes On Media production. Oh, yeah.